Okay, microphone on, trousers off, let's do this. I'm Jack Logan from AutoExpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap. Australia only. Website? Card. First time for 2023. <laughs> Bit of housekeeping before we kick off with your critical feedback. And I do love the things that you allege to me. I fair and can do. Not as much as I love uh, boobies, but close. Like photo finish, dude. Well done. A little housekeeping. I think that's what Sam Harris would call it. Now first... Michael West, got the Westy Dome cover on as we speak, a little pink pig. <laughs> and if you're not subscribed to Michael West's fine Aussie YouTube channel, dude, where have you been all your life? Like, Westy is doing the hard yards of in actual investigative journalism, and all he needs is you to subscribe and possibly buy the coolest pink pig hat ever. So, interesting stuff what Westy does, and it's really interesting to see what he can achieve in the absence of the advertising model. What he's free to say and allege about politics and business, it's really quite interesting. It's not unlike being an investigative automotive troll, but in the business space and with somewhat more credibility. So there's that, Michael West Media. Check it out on YouTube at the very least. Give him a like and a subscribe. Jesus, dude. Now... This is the first time I've spoken to you in 2023, so I hope you had a Merry Christmas and I hope you have a Happy New Year. Speaking of which, I got this in the mail the other day and I put it through the hazmat detector and then it came with a note uh, which I soaked in acetone for three weeks and uh, it also had a hat in it, so while we're having... Yes, we're having hat day thought we might highlight this one because this is from one of you, a very kind gift, a Mal's hat, an actual designed, embroidered, make Australia less shit hat. We certainly need this kind of thing. We need more make Australia less shit messaging in society just so that we all get on the same page with it now. We got this here written in, uh, written by uh, a bunch of ants dipped in ink, apparently. But I'll try and decipher what this actually says. It's from a dude named Matt Giles. Thank you, Matty. <sighs> Matty goes, hey, John, enjoy the cap. Thanks, Matty. Thanks for letting me play with the design. Well, from my point of view, Matt, it was nothing. He goes, P.S., I did promise you two caps in a different voice, oddly enough, I don't know why. But uh, an extra mate got his balls in a bunch. Doesn't sound pleasant, does it? So I gave it to him. Happy to hand over the design if you want to do... Yeah, okay, well, the heart's in the right place there, Matty, and I do appreciate the cap. Thank you very much, mate, I, I think... Mal's is just a message that more of us should get behind. So I'll put that, you know, somewhere appropriate, like on my head in a later episode. But just do me a favour, okay? Like, if you're ever walking through the bush and you see me sprawled out with, I don't know, my balls in a bunch, kindly don't give me a hat. 
unbunch them, get them out of that vice, whatever. Stat! That's all I ask. Now, I did have one other housekeeping thing to talk to you about now. Christmas presents, always interesting, isn't it? It's very rare to get a Christmas present that is like dead on target, like, I don't know, in a ring of being absolutely a direct hit. But wife number six got me this for Christmas, which is also my birthday, so it's, you know, quite important to be on the money on that day in our household. Do you think she's trying to tell me something? And if she is, what might that be, do you suppose? Let me know in the comments, because I'm having difficulty with the the minutiae of the messaging here, but I'm sure, you know, I've never expressed any interest whatsoever in the propagation of cacti. Go figure. Now, perhaps we should, so to speak, do you now. A chap that I'm going to call Micro P now, setting the tone for 2023, one would hope. Perhaps ditch reading off the sheets of paper. Two full stops. That's a bit belt and braces, isn't it, Micro P? Unnecessary and distracting. Just saying, it's getting to be a thing. The scrunching the paper is also a bit over dramatic. How do you feel about tapping with the pen? I like scrunching the paper. The paper's. But routinely getting it in the bin. That's the tits. Oh, got it. I'm not seeing it. Now, I guess your target audience are the low IQ folks. And a bit of interpretive dance might be needed to emphasise your arguments. I just think Micro P insulted you. Like, dude, I'm fair game, surely, but you, you're off limits. I don't view you as being low IQ folks at all. That's just, that's beyond the pale, Micro P. What do you think about the paper, the tapping, the scrunching and the bin? Let me know. Actually, the backstory about that, okay? When you watch the news, and I've got a teleprompter set up just over there, okay? And you've seen me read it from time to time. Like, for years and years and years, the technical challenge behind the scene for me was, can I read the prompter for 10 minutes without stumbling? Okay? That was a real thing. Most people can't do that. Most news readers couldn't do that. Especially if you're driving the prompter yourself with a little keyboard on your lap just out of the shot, speeding it up and slowing it down, stopping it, waiting to catch up, blah, blah, blah. Ad-libbing a bit, you know, from time to time. That is properly hard. But then I thought to myself, why don't we change things up and why don't we do it like this? This is where I just go as if live talking to you in a completely different kind of setup with the big hands and the wide angle lens and all of that stuff. Because it strikes me that the real value of YouTube is authentic communication from me to you without the filtration of self-censorship and worrying what some 
fucking advertiser is gonna think. Like, let's just get it unvarnished, what I really think, okay? So, it strikes me that everything complex, there's a few markers you've got to hit. There are waypoints on the road to delivering the story. And that's what this is. There are quotes, there are messages from you, there are facts that need to be accurately reported, conveyed to you, so that the whole point of me sitting here and you sitting there makes sense, okay? So a paper script, is that not a little bit more authentic than just reading the frickin' prompter? Because once we start going down that here's how the mainstream media does it kind of thing, and that's let's face it, how I was trained. Once we do too much of that, we're back to the whole artifice where you don't have a clue what I'm really saying or thinking or what's going on behind the eyes kind of thing because I'm just reading someone else's words into the prompter and ergo to you, right? So realistically, all of this stuff, it's just a bit of fun, dude. But the point is, I've got notes. Some of these issues are complex, and I'm using them so that I hit the waypoints on the way to getting the story to you. Right? That's really what all this is about. So, Micro P, you can jam that criticism fair up your clacker. Dude, it's ridiculous. I don't just want to wing it, but I don't want to read the prompter and fake it the way that the whole mainstream media fakes it every time you watch the news. Okay? Martin Webster now. Quite some time ago, you released a video on your YouTube channel where you mentioned an AI experiment that had gone wrong. It means artificial intelligence. In the video, you gave the experiment a name. I cannot for the life of me recall it. I know this may seem trivial and a waste of time, like everything else I do, but it will help me massively in driving a point home and through watching your videos, I know the lengths it will go to to drive the point home. I'll go to uh, 10 inches today to drive the point home for you, Martin. It'll be my pleasure. I know the lengths you will go to to drive the point home. Any help would be fantastic. Thanks, Martin, subscriber from the UK. Well, Martin, subscriber from the UK, we won't hold that against you, even though you sent us here to... Autoclave Christmas hell on earth for stealing that fucking loaf of bread. Great grandpappy crime. Now, the experiment is called Paperclip Maximizer. You can Google it, okay? Just There's a million articles on Paperclip Maximizer. And its purpose is to highlight the problem with artificial intelligence. Not just artificial intelligence, but intelligent agents working to a goal and zealously pursuing this goal and it having, let's be kind, unintended consequences. The problem is called instrumental convergence. Okay, uh, Wikipedia has an excellent entry on instrumental convergence. It's pretty interesting. So essentially, the paperclip maximizer is kind of like the same sort of thought experiment. It's not a real thing, it never happened. Hopefully it never will happen, highly unlikely. But the principle is important and interesting and it makes sense and it highlights what might happen to humanity if we get artificial intelligence wrong. It's kind of like Schrodinger's cat, you know, like 
Schrodinger's cat doesn't exist. There is no cat. It's like in the Matrix when Neo says there is no spoon. There is no cat. There is no paperclip maximizer. The cat is just a thing that people can relate to because cats aren't supposed to be simultaneously alive and dead. And that's what Schrodinger's whole theory is about. Okay. And when you look at paperclip maximizer, the instrumental convergence dimension to paperclip maximizer is that you get an AI and you program it to make paperclips, which is a seemingly innocuous task. Just, dude, make as many paperclips as you can. And Paperclip Maximizer goes off and does that and learns more and more about making as many paperclips as possible and gets better and better and better at it. And all of a sudden, Paperclip Maximizer decides that humans are in the way because without humans, there'd be more resources to devote to making paperclips. And that's why we're here. And furthermore, humans contain minerals that could be used, better utilised in paperclips. So, yay. And the only problem is that Paperclip Maximizer goes, you know, 100% Skynet on humanity because of the main game. That's kind of instrumental convergence nightmare, right? Now, the guy who thought of Paperclip Maximizer was Nick Bostrom, and he did that in 2003, when computing was nothing like it is now, but he always thought that this would be extremely unlikely, meaning not going to happen, but there could be something else, like uh, you could give an artificial intelligence uh, a severe mathematical problem to solve, like the Riemann hypothesis or something, and it demands an incredible amount of computing uh, power and infrastructure, and then your artificial intelligence goes off and just hijacks every computer on Earth and devotes it to solving this problem, and meanwhile society shuts down and it's all sort of dogs and cats living together, which is why, of course, we have to think carefully. If you're a brainiac working in artificial intelligence, you have to think carefully about the problem of instrumental convergence because getting the tech out of the blocks could easily sideline us and it could be a real sort of Skynet problem if we're not careful. So, now, I don't know if you can hear that in the background now, but the next two comments are about exactly that noise in the background, okay? Otto H says, hizzing, Mike, or rain? Hizzing, with two Zs. Zs, if you're in America. And Aishon says, oh, John, not sure if you're aware. There is a background hiss in the recording. <gasps> Heaven forbid, a background hiss. First offence, your worship. I checked on a couple of devices and it seems consistent. It a hiss at the background may not be audible to everyone depending on frequency sensitivity. Yeah, it's quite possibly true, but the hiss is because of autoclave hell on earth just out there. I've got this endless eucalypt forest that goes to, well, I've been as far as Cerberus guarding the gate, right? That's basically where it goes. And it's just at this time when the temperature gets to like 35 degrees Celsius, and the humidity is like, oh, Jesus Christ, you're kidding. Then Australia's flesh-eating cicadas, it just dry, the, the climate just drives them into a frenzy and they just fly around in swarms, tormented by the heat and the humidity, looking for a European tourist to devour. 
happens all the time. The rescue helicopter is out there, but they almost never get to the victim in time. And, yeah. It's just very sad, really. But that's what the hissing is. It's the cicadas driven into a flesh-eating frenzy by the hell on earth of Australia. I don't see any number of hats ever solving that one. Richard Crowell, now. I had a mate that fitted larger diameter tyres to his PX Ranger and it threw the vehicle into a hissy fit. A hissy fit is like a, an uncooperative tantrum, if you're not from around here. The vehicle just did not perform with the larger diameter wheels. The acceleration and fuel consumption went down the proverbial gurgler. That's another one. It's like um, the gurgler is like a metaphoric S-bend to the deep ocean outfall. Also, if you're from Miracle. So, it's like this. Everyone wants that, you know, extra testy, don't they, on their 4x4, so they can get out there on the road to Dingo Piss Creek, and you're not going to do that on the standard wheels and tyres, are you? You have to put some real man's wheels and tyres on your Ranger. The only problem with that is you'll fuck the gearing and the fuel efficiency and... The engine won't perform particularly well, or the whole powertrain won't perform particularly well when you're taking off in high range because you've just raised the gearing. And the way this works is if you've got a previous generation Ranger Wild Track, it's running on 31 inch tyres, okay? And if you go and have a look at a pair of 33s <laughs> and you think that looks the tits, then that's going to tallen up your gearing by about 6%, dude. And if you think, well, that's not nearly enough. I want to look like I've been enhanced. You pit 35-inch tyres on that shitbox from the Blue Oval, and that's going to change the gearing by 13%. So your speedo's going to be wrong. First gear's going to be really tall. The revs are going to be wrong for cruising on the highway. The powertrain's going to be so confused about what gear it should be in at this particular time and this particular speed because none of that's going to make too much sense. It'll just be more shit and you won't be able to wear your hat. Willem Burger. Willem Burger. I've never had a Willem Burger before on the show. There's a low-calorie one, I'm sure. Hi, John. You know, I really like your reviews, Cetra. But to mention Jesus, was it necessary? With five dogs, dicks and a question mark. That's a lot of shouting, Mr. Burger. Unfortunately, I can't follow you anymore if you don't have respect for my creator. With two dogs, dicks. I'm not sure if that's allowed two dogs dicks next to the word creator now willem <sighs> jesus dude like it's just a figure of speech i don't think you do actually get roasted like there's going to be a lot of australians getting roasted if jesus is using jesus in this way is just off the table isn't it if that's beyond the pale then you know new wing on hell now and i'm also not sure that jesus is the creator and i'm not big on the fairy tales i don't know the the granular detail but i thought dad was the creator and he just sent the kid down to earth to pick up you know just go down to earth and 
pick up the sins and I'll recall you when you've done that kind of thing. I just don't, I don't have much time for Jesus. Like, I, as a journalist, I don't think he's that interesting, right? Like, who would you rather interview, Jesus or Satan? Like, you interview Jesus, it'd go like, and how's heaven? Oh, it's really nice. It's really quite the harp music's nice. The clouds are nice and soft. This full of insufferable twats, as usual. So, you know, just be nice to everyone. And, you know, don't look through the hole in the fence at the neighbour sunbathing and... Don't take the name in vain, otherwise I'll have to roast you for eternity. And I love you, kind of thing. That would be the interview. Every interview with Jesus would roll like that, right? Whereas Satan would be such a good interview. Like, you'd have him back on the show every episode, right? He'd have new stories to tell, wouldn't he? He'd be like, yes, I was just putting, shoveling some fresh coal underneath Adolf Hitler the other day and thanking him for all those souls he sent in, you know, 75 years ago and pointed out to him that we're not even halfway to eternity yet, dude. <sighs> like, he'd have the stories. It'd be all like Pol Pot and, I don't know, people of this name, Celine Dion. For what she did to music, for example, there would be no shortage of good stories from Satan. As Mark Twain so famously opined back in the day, heaven for the climate, but hell for the company. Make <coughs> it agree. And now, a chap, or chapette, named Nathania ZX. He's talking about the Jack E-JS1, that shitty little zero-star electric EV that's being sold in Latin America. Pants pulled down by Latin end cap. And if you want to know more about that, link up there. Dude. Nathaniel says, There is a reason that vehicle is not branded VW. Sure, that Jack is crap. But your misleading clickbaity title, hmm, that's a bit harsh, misleading and clickbaity, claims a VW branded vehicle got zero stars simply aren't true. Right. So, the title on my report is Volkswagen's Zero Star EV Safety Rating Disgrace. And I'd suggest that Volkswagen owns 75% of Jack. They own 75% of jack shit. There you go. So it is Volkswagen's apostrophe S zero star EV safety rating disgrace. It's literally true. It's not clickbaiting or misleading to say that. It's like a fact, dude, because Volkswagen owns 75% of that company. In fact, they control the shit out of it because two years ago, Volkswagen moved in, as they do, and they just threw out the existing management team at Jack and they inserted by way of latex glove through the entry orifice a whole new management team, including Dr. Stefan Wallenstein, who doesn't sound all that Chinese. He's at the top of Jack now. He's at Jack's Beanstalk. He's also the CEO of Volkswagen China. And they put uh, Jörg Mull, who also doesn't sound that Chinese, in as the chief finance officer. He'd be fun at parties. What a hoot at the Christmas party. Let's go and see what Jörg's up to. 
Corona. And Ludger Lerman, also doesn't sound that Chinese, is the Chief Technology Officer, and Harry Schneider, not a typically Chinese name either, who's the Chief Production Officer, the EJS-1. It's indistinguishable and indistinguishable from Volkswagen. Jack and Volkswagen are as one. On the same vein, I've got an interesting one to close out this report from a dude who chose the name, the fake name, Bonk Donk. Best he could do, I'm sure. Or she, who knows? It's hard to tell these days. He says, this is not a VW, and yes, VW is not involved in the design of this third world vehicle. I hope you enjoyed your rant, my grumpy old man. Grumpy. I'm all about the positivity, dude. Come on. Now, when you listen to what Jack itself, if you listen to Jack's own shit about who they are and what they do, you go to their website, Jack Brazil, quote, developed in partnership with the Volkswagen Group. That doesn't sound like Volkswagen was not involved in the design of this third world vehicle. It sounds as if they were as one, being managed by a whole bunch of Germans in China and then exporting the knockdown kits to Mexico so that they could be assembled for Latin America with zero freaking stars because... Lives in Latin America are not worth the same as lives in more developed regions, according to Volkswagen, which is the central overarching thesis of my report on that ugly little shitbox. And I don't mean ugly as in aesthetically. I mean ugly, like morally ugly, okay? They even have a social media campaign in Brazil. This is JAC, Jack, whatever, Motors in Brazil asked followers in the campaign if they knew that, quote, Jack Electric Cars are also Volkswagen. Are also Volkswagen, unfriggin' quote. Not partly Volkswagen, has some design input from Volkswagen, but are Volkswagen. That's what they say about their product. So are we going to believe them or are we going to believe Bonk Donk? This campaign also includes, I'm just going to leave you with this, this is just, it's just gorgeous. It's probably better than boobies, actually, now that I think about it. And I don't say that very often. The social media campaign includes a memorable social equation, which is Jack plus Volkswagen equals Technologica Confianca, meaning technology and trust. This is the only time since 2015 that I've seen the word Volkswagen and the word trust in the same equation with no qualifier. Like, come on, that's brave, is it not? To put Volkswagen equals technology and trust. Jack plus Volkswagen equals technology and trust. Do these people have absolutely no grasp of modern history. Oh, and this one's for Micro P. Oh. <laughs> I am going to install a bin cam. 
You know that, right? I am. Now, I'm a little concerned because the comments feed has been somewhat bereft of truly A-grade nutbag feedback, and also the likes are climbing back up again on the channel. So, if you wouldn't mind, just over to you now, just please do what you can about that. Fat man needs help. <laughs>